go. Don't like that. Three, two. Welcome back. I know Neil's just going to keep that in the opening. Of course he will. Yeah, he's already laughing. All of them. He's, he's so devious when Knox is gone. Yeah. Hey, y'all, welcome to Cross Politic. To spank or not to spank? What does the Bible teach? No, this is the Spanking Gate. Spanking Gate has broke 2023. Yep. The politics of spanking. Maybe the theme of like one of our future conferences. It should be actually. Oh, you, ain't that the truth? That's yeah. 100, Toby. If you're a fan of Cross Politic or the Fight Laugh Feast Network, then surely you know we have a merch store, right? And it's Christmas coming up. And it's Christmas coming up. Yeah. Rowdy Christian merch. Rowdy Christian merch is your one stop shop for everything Cross Politic merchandise. We've got t shirts, hoodies, hats, flannels. We've also flannels got- like Idaho flannels. Woo! Do, yeah. I, do, I, do I have one? Yeah, I do don't I even have, have one. How do I, I got my own flannels. I don't have a rowdy flannel yet. Why do we not have rowdy? We invest in our fans first and our flannels. people and the in the and the those hey. who need clothing first. Hey, Josh. Well Josh. <laughs> send us flannels. <laughs> yes. We want flannels. Uh we also have specialty items like backpacks, mugs, coffee, even AirPod cases. So visit Rowdy Christian merch at rowdychristian.com. That's rowdychristian.com. Buy that next gift. A little something for yourself. I mean again. It's, it's Christmas. And also remember, like, I mean, Advent is like a season of giving. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like 25 days I mean, in our house. I mean, you finish we, that turkey. We start December 1st and go to 25th. You put up that tree. Yeah. And you, I mean, you might want to give little gifts along yeah. the way. Like, not, not, not big, Chris, little. Christmas yeah. is coming. Yeah. You know, AirPod cases and hats. Like some of that cider rum. Sweatshirts. Or whatever that. All that stuff. Yeah. The check, check cider that, rum or whatever. That's, that's not the merch hey, store. Hey, it also, this that's reminds me of store. every year we actually get a lot of um, Christmas cards sent to our studio. With like you know pictures of families and yeah. the kids and listeners yeah. and and we, a lot of the can kids. We put it up like on a, like a board or downstairs. Downstairs, yeah. maybe we should figure out a place to put it in the studio. So we can. And then we'll get so. little drawings from the kids. We love that stuff. So yeah. you know, please yeah. please send it. We appreciate it. We love hearing you know, since, from the community and all that. Since Knox is here and we like to sometimes have business meetings live. Okay. Oh, let's do it. I, I, I mean, just, I want to ask you guys what you thought about my idea to do a bunch of giveaways. It, during, it, that was Christmas. I liked your idea. I liked Did your you, idea, Knox. I, I, you know, well, sure. Why not? I mean, I mean, Christmassy already. I mean, you're not feeling like, I mean, I mean, you don't want to be Grinch, do you? No, no. God being good. Let's just give it all away. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. More details coming. More details. Go. Oh, hallelujah. Glad we had this conversation live for everybody. I think we should do a bunch of giveaways. Um, okay. You want to, so, you want to tee this off? So, or you want- yes, I do. Okay. So spanking gate. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> It's like it's going crazy Hashtag on Twitter. It's kind of funny. Spanking gate yeah. um, has erupted. Um, you know, you thought maybe no quarter November was going to burn the house down with, yeah. you know, with with Doug. Yeah. Pastor Doug with a flamethrower. But Mrs. Wilson had to but get in and Mrs. steal the show. Miss Nancy Wilson. She comes in dropping bombs. Rachel was visiting a friend. She's probably three or four in that that before school age. And our neighbor had little kids, and so we would trade back and forth. So I went over to pick her up, and when I walked in, she said, oh, is it time to go? So I thought, perfect opportunity. I got her home. I didn't address it there. But um, I did give her spanking. It's true. I, I did. But I just said, when I come in, you're going to say, hi, Mom. You know, that's how we do this. <laughs> so the next time she went over there, I did the review. Now, remember, when I come, 
um, you're going to say, hi, mom. You're not going to say, oh, I didn't want to go. So it was beautiful because then when I picked her up, it was just all that, <laughs> yes, mom is here at last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's just that training and giving them opportunities. And the internet blew up. up in flames. Yep. Knox, your response. Oh, I got to go first. <laughs> That's oh. why you, hey, you said you didn't want to produce the show. You just wanted to go live. So oh. this is what you get. Okay. I'm trying to help. Have you been, have but, you been, have you been following this, Knox? Have you been following how the internet have, has been like gone berserk? Like yeah. up in flames? Like you would have thought, I don't know, um, I, you know, Hamas attacked. Yeah. Or the Hamas people. I, I, I haven't been following all of the fallout from it. I uh-huh. saw when it started. Yeah. Um, so my time has been a little split between trying to see that and manage it. So I saw that you retweeted it today or you posted something about it. I retweeted it. But I have to go back a little bit because it didn't start here. It started a long time ago when Pastor Wilson decided he wanted to start a church. Now, it doesn't seem like um, I'm going to get to the point, but I am. Okay. But this is a bigger conversation. This has really nothing to do about what we're looking at. This has a lot more to do with what's happening in Moscow. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh. And God's blessing. I just got to yeah. tell you this. And so I'm going to go a long way around just for a minute. So just okay. humor me for a second. Okay. Let's get Here's some popcorn. Thanks for a drive. Get Thanks for a okay. drive. This okay. is when I saw it happening. Okay? okay. I think it started really happening when the Christian nationals thing, it's been happening way before that. It started really blowing up when Canon decided to release the book on Christian nationalism. It gave people, I believe, a target finally to hit Moscow. Now, I know that people have differences on Christian nationalism. I do. I have differences on it. But people use that as a proxy war. Now, when I saw that no quarter November happened, I saw guys like Tom Hicks come out of the left field deciding to throw stones at Becca Merkel for her book for Even Exile. Even Exile, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, and by I the way, like, I gave my cell phone number. I was like, dude, give me a call instead of just fighting with us. No, just give me a call. No, no, he, he, no, he, he, no, no. he wouldn't do he'll it. He wouldn't do it. He'll call you. He'll no, call you. Don't no, he worry. Didn't. No, he didn't. He, he will. Don't, don't All right. worry. All right. After this conversation, we might actually have him on the show. Right. But here's what happened. I you got to remember, remember who Hicks is before I go any further. Hicks was a guy who was on the board of Founders Ministry. Yeah. When we released the trailer with Rachel Denhollander, he had hooks in him. Yeah. He quit. He, he said, didn't defend he Tom. Yeah. He let Rachel Denhollander whoop on him yeah and he backed out yeah okay so he did have the boldness at that point to stand up to rachel denhollander who was out there but all of a sudden out of nowhere he's all of a sudden got some backbone to say something to becca merkel that's funny Uh, now that's that's a coward he won't he won't stand up to denhollander but okay even exile becca merkel Exactly. So, so he'll he'll throw those stones because it has That's nothing funny. to do with Becca Merkel. Right. It has more to do with what Doug is doing and the attention that God is giving yeah. and blessing what we're doing. And so yeah. it's like we got to make sure that those guys don't take. See, the problem is Merkel's book is inside of the churches. It's inside of the environment, and they got to figure out how to get rid of Doug. Yeah. And so we have to yeah. make sure there's a clear distinction between the two. Yeah. Right. Right. And so that's so it started with what God was doing in Moscow, blessing Moscow. Um, what people are people are being blessed by that work because it's spreading outside of Moscow and people are trying to find a way to tamper down and put some cold water on that Yeah, because they don't want to have to when you have to deal in your churches with places where you are failing and your people see it mm. or excited about somebody else doing it yeah. doesn't 
it should make you want to repent and say, man, God is blessing this. How do, what, what am I doing? Yeah. Instead, what people want to do is like, I don't have to repent if I can show that this doesn't have to be godly. That's right. Uh, That's right. Okay. Right. Okay. So, which is, so which got, is why you just say, oh, there's no gospel in this book. That's right. That's exactly There's no right. gospel in uh, this. That's so crazy. Oh, I'm, you I'm, know, I'm, I'm, oh, when you and, spank your children, make sure that, you know, there's no gospel in spanking your child. Oh my so goodness. So this is, a, the spanking is the second phase of that. Yeah. The spanking is the second phase of maybe even the the still in this the latter phase of the oh, first oh oh this is like law gospel stuff this is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but this seems like the, you know when you start the flame say oh look at these guys are not doing the thing over there then you can lift up one more thing and if you can get enough people on your side now you can create a mob yeah a right, mob right, to right. say oh these people aren't reformed and then these and then Tom Hicks Christian. feels justified because he he stirred up a wait, mob wait wait wait, wait, wait. full of feminists and full of wait, <laughs> like wait wait go, go. um. Knox, can you remind me, did, wasn't there something like an internet mob that attacked Tom Hicks? Uh, a while ago. With it, like for his wife or something like that? Oh, I don't remember that one. Was I that, don't know about that, that Tom Hicks. I don't know. I don't know. No, uh, that, wasn't, that wasn't Tom. That was our, our, our boy uh, out of Texas, pastor out of Texas, who went after <laughs> with, with Lauren uh, uh, Swallow Pryor. Oh, yeah. No, was that Tom Hicks? That was Buck. No, that was Tom Buck that was Tom and Buck. his wife. That was Tom Buck. Yeah, yeah, and that was Karen Swallow prior yeah. leaking okay. documents about different time, different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry i was just okay. thinking i was just wondering about the sorry. internet mob thing okay go ahead so the spanking stuff while it's the issue it's not really the thing that's driving the conversation it's just another battle squirmish yeah. over the real issue yeah, yeah and the question is yeah is this the blessing of god that's on this place and if it is then we have to figure out why we don't have it but but uh, Knox, I mean, I mean, yeah, it, God blesses, it, but good works don't really mean much. The, the problem, well, okay, so conversation. But, so then now, okay, it's, I can it's say all so about the gospel. More. It's not about works, bro. <laughs> one thing at a time. So the so the parenting stuff, the parenting stuff is important because one of the things that comes out of our culture in Moscow is strong families and parenting. Yeah, that's right. And so in order to now repudiate that and to get people to retract from that kind of teaching, you have to find something that is really problematic, point to that thing, and then maybe we release some of the pressure and the eyeballs on it. That's why a lot of people are, when people are coming after Stephen Wolf and coming after Christian nationalism, they are coming after it in one sense, but they're really, there's a deeper target. That is a proxy war for something else. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I, maybe it's because I'm out and about. I usually don't let this all flow out, but I'm just going to let it all hang out. Because when I saw with, with Hicks, I was like, that's a cowardice move to me. Yeah. Like that was just, I, w- I remember him backing out of the relationship he had with founders after 20 years of friendship with Tom Askell. And then he comes after, he won't come after Rachel, but then he'll come after Becca? Yeah, right. No, dude, stop that. Stop, <laughs> stop it. it. Yeah. Stop, stop it. it. Yeah. So, and and listen, that's what it's really about. And so the parenting thing, here's the deal. The, a lot of people are ignorant on parenting. Yeah. And what I see, I've seen this a lot in the, in the Southern Baptist Convention. What they'll do is they prey on people's ignorance. Mm-hmm. And then they get them to be on their side so they can create a mob. Yeah. Let me ask, when I'm thinking about the parenting thing, I'm thinking to myself, what if, if God comes to your door to tell you it's time to go, what you don't do is say, oh, right. Yeah. I don't, I, not I don't, yet. Not yet. I want to play oh. over here a little longer. And, and, and when everybody who had a problem with this, that's the context they need to understand this in. You're as a parent representing an authority like God. Yeah. And so your authority 
rightly when when you operate with it rightly, your parent, your kids need to treat you with the same sort of honor and respect because of who you represent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's willing to let their kids have that moment without any form of discipline don't have a true respect and honor towards God. Mm-hmm. When God tells you to do something, you obey right away, all mm-hmm. the way, and you better figure out how to have a good attitude when you do it. That's right. Because mm-hmm. it's about your heart, too. Yeah. And so the, the parenting thing is just funny because it shows where people really are. Yeah. It shows that they haven't really read the fifth commandment. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Or Or Proverbs. (laughs) Yeah. But because because there's so many, because their heart is so set and intent on trying to destroy something that God is doing, they're willing to even like Pharisees bypass the law to get that. Right. That's God's standard. Right. That little girl is learning. And that uh, uh, was it Becca, was it, or Rachel? Who seen uh, Rachel? Little Rachel, Rachel Rachel Rachel. Jankovic. Yeah, little Rachel. She, I mean, as a, as opposed to Rachel Den Hollander, right? So right, little Rachel, right. as opposed, yeah, yeah. She's learned how to honor God in learning that I wasn't honoring my mother, right? Right. <laughs> right. And, and and through that, through that, now Mrs. Wilson has godly lineage all the way down to her grandkids and almost her great grands. Yeah. Right. Right. So I mean, that's that's but, blessing. But here and here's also the thing is like the attitude is so important. And disciplining for attitude is actually the point, especially when they're younger. Almost all your disciplining is all about the attitude. Right. But, but you know, my, my replies are filled with hundreds of people objecting to that particular point. Yep. Even, yeah. even That's why I highlight this. Even Christians saying, oh, I believe in spanking sometimes, but only for the big for things. blatant yeah. disobedience and yeah. defiance and lying. Yep. And you can't discipline someone for their emotions. Yeah, that's just a natural. <laughs> yeah, it's a natural feeling. Uh oh. Yeah. Knock, knock Which is why out. our women grow up to be feminists, right? <laughs> oh, oh. You know, and it's why our men grow up to be soft. It's true. Because our, our feelings were coddled the whole time, and we didn't. You know, our kid gets a little sad or responds to mom a little. You know, with a little bit of attitude, but because he didn't hit his brother, he doesn't get spanking. Right. You know, but it's actually the, the attitude is where you want to start with the discipline when they're younger. That's right. They'll let the civil government, though, judge things like that. They'll they'll let companies to say, well, you know what? Um, we didn't like the way they felt about this. So we decided not to do business. But the actual place where we deal with the feelings and emotions are in the church and in the house. That's what those governments do. Right. Mm-hmm. And so anybody who is saying, well, yeah, we don't spank them for their feeling emotion. No wonder why we got messed up kids. Right. No wonder why we have messed up societies. Right. No wonder why we can't find workers who actually love their bosses and work for them with all their heart and are obedient. Have you ever tried to employ these current kids that you've been raising? Yeah. That's horrible. That you've been raising. Yeah. Well, you know, I I think I think it's just a good rule of thumb to have more spanking in the house and less shooting in the streets. (laughs) That's like just like a a good rule of thumb, you know. Less murdering in the streets for our teenagers. Extremism. Yeah. That's extremism. But the thing is, is like you deal with sin when they're small and that's the beauty of spanking. And that's the beauty of like a covenant household, helping your kids learn how to deal with sin when they're small and then small spankings for um, small spankings for small sins. Of course, the, the, the spanking has to line up the, the, the extent of the spanking has to line up with how big or small the sin is and you deal with it. And then, and our, we've talked about this on, I think on the show before a long time ago. But in our house, when when we spank, we take our kids to the bathroom. I know some people do the house, uh, the the room, whatever, bedroom, whatever. We go to the bathroom and we state the the crime that was committed or the sin that was committed, mm-hmm. 
And then we ask for a response. So we give the kids an opportunity to explain themselves, defend themselves. You right. know, you got to hear witnesses. Uh, you know, you kind of want to do a little mini biblical justice, you yeah. know, yeah. Court. Um, court in the, in, in the room. And then um, if there's uh, other witnesses that need to be called to the situation, we'll bring in one of the kids or whoever else saw it. And then we'll talk through it. And then we'll, if the kid was genuinely, you know, committed to sin in the room, then we'll bring up the Bible verse that applies to it saying, well, you, you dishonored your mom or, or whatever, yeah. or you, you hit your brother or whatever. And then, you know, um, usually it's just like three hard swats. Some sins like lying might get up to five swats. I mean, when they're younger, it's it's just a, such a beautiful, effective way. Anyways, after the spanking happens, um, you know, we give them the gospel right there. Yep. Hey, man, you know, you sinned against God. You got disciplined for it. We yeah. love you. Um, uh, uh, you know, um, we have a little, usually a little catechism that we walk them through, you know, Jesus forgiven you. What do you do when you're forgiven? We will rejoice, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So we talk them through the gospel and, the, and then we pray, we have our sin, our kid pray and ask God forgiveness in the prayer too. Yep. So it's like just such a beautiful, you know, um, discipline gospel restoration process. And then they come out of the bathroom happy and cheerful. And yep. if they don't come out of the bathroom happy and cheerful, we kind of walk through the process again. Yeah, um, yeah that's that, that, that creates robotic abused children. Yeah. Right? They can't think. They can't yeah. yeah. If you force yeah. them to do that, you're forcing them to lie yep. and become Pharisees. Yeah, that's right. That's well, what that's what everybody's been saying. And we spank for that too. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are great truth, additional know, things to spank for. Yeah, no, it's the, the truth is is that what their people are who are mad at what Nancy said are raising their kids to be unthankful. Yeah. And they're raising them to be practical atheists in one sense. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, I just let me just keep this all the way 100 right now. I'm out here in Arizona because my son has had a double concussion, one on the left side, one on the right side, and he has lost a lot of his cognitive abilities and functions. And he was DJ was very bright, very bright young man. And he's lost a lot of that. And it's been really tough. And it's been like this for the last two years. Yeah. And, you know, so he's in a very interesting place. His, his headache is always from between a seven and a nine. He doesn't wake up without being in a constant headache. Can't think usually straight. Walking has been hard because of the balance. This has been insane. The last two years have been weird. Um, and one of the things that I have been driving home to him and my family is that we look to God and we tell him, thank you mm -hmm. for this. Mm -hmm. Because God gave you this. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't learn to be thankful for yeah. the left-handed blessings of God, yep. then he's not going to learn to be thankful when he has to be in battle. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that we have to do is to teach our kids and all things give thanks. That's right. That's right. When mom comes to the door and you're ready to keep playing, you need to be thankful that mom is here. That's right. Right. When daddy tells you to do this and it's against everything that you want to do, yeah. you say yes. And you're thankful because dad knows. Yeah. Amen. And his heart is being trained to love God more because he knows he gave him this. And so he knows it's for his good. Right. And if we don't teach our kids to give thanks in all things, we are going to raise a society. A, a bitter child. A bitter, a bitter child. child. Yeah. A child that refuses to give thanks yeah. to God for the things that he gives him, right. even when he doesn't like them. Right. Right. Now you're, you're absolutely 110% is exactly mm -hmm. right. I mean, you think about I me, mean, why, why did God destroy Israel in the wilderness? Right. Cause they weren't thankful because they were, they complained. Man, God did that because they weren't thankful. Yeah. Yeah. He spanked them. Yep. 
He spanked, mm. he spanked them hard. Yep. And, and, and a whole generation died in the wilderness because they murmured and grumbled and yep. complained. That's right. And, ah. and, and then, and, and, and that, those things, Paul says, were written down as examples for us. First Corinthians 10. That's right. Right. Um, but, but the thing is, is that murmuring, that ingratitude, Romans one says that's the root cause. I mean, why do we have trannies? Yeah. Why mm-hmm. do we have homosexual prides, you know, pride parades. parades in our, in our streets? Because we're our, unthankful. Because it says, even though they knew God, mm-hmm. they did not acknowledge him and they did not give him thanks. That's right. They were not grateful. They refused to be thankful. Uh, they refused to worship God, the creator, and they refused to thank him for what he had given them, the, both in, in all the good gifts of creation, but as you're talking, Knox, exactly, like in all of the, the hard providences, um, right. giving thanks to God in all these things. If you refuse to give thanks, then you are on the path to idolatry. You're on the path um, to every form of perversion. I mean, this is, I mean, we, we were uh, you know, halfway joking, but not really. Like, like this is a political issue. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is a cultural issue. And the fact that we have so many Christians saying, um, calling what Miss Nancy is describing, calling that abuse, calling that evil, calling that wicked Christians, calling it that look no further to why um, we can't have nice things. Look no further for why we are getting why Ohio just got abortion ingrained in the constitution. Yeah. yeah. Enshrined murder of babies in their constitution. Like we, we, we have Christians who, um, uh, hate their kids when they're younger. Yeah. Shriek at the notion of a few swats for Mm -hmm. disobedience to get them to cheer up. Um, and, but kind of shrug their shoulders or are timid about chopping the babies up. Yeah. Mm. Um, three months before that. Well, in Proverbs and in Hebrews and a number of other um, verses in the Bible says, if you don't spank your kids, if you don't discipline your kids, you're hating you them. You hate them. If you, and so no wonder when yeah. we hate our kids in the house, when they're two, three, four, or five yeah. or whatever, yeah. um, the politics of spanking comes out into the streets That's and right. we hate our babies in the womb yeah. and spill their blood. And, and we have mobs. We have mobs. I mean, and a bunch of their moms are being mobs right now on Twitter. Yeah. A bunch of, um, yeah, most of it's women that's, that's going at it. I don't see too many men going at it. And then those kids grow up and they are literal mobs burning police stations down and mostly peaceful protests. Yeah. And, um, and, and we wonder how did this happen? How could this Mm -hmm. have happened? Well, the answer is, is you decided, and and this is another, that you're wiser than God. Well, that's true. You decide you're wiser than God. (laughs) And instead of worshiping the creator and submitting to God's word, you're worshiping some part of creation, which fundamentally comes down to yourself. Right. And, yes. and, and, and so many, these, and, and, and I would say even more specifically th- than that, it's emotion, feeling yeah. like emotions and feeling are this sacred cow that you must not right. try to shepherd. You must not right. attempt to discipline. You must not. Right. Um, that's the thing that a bunch of people are just absolutely up in arms about. Like you can't right. make someone feel something. That's right. And, but the Bible says uh, while it is very difficult, it says that we are to guard the heart, our hearts, mm-hmm. because out of it proceeds the issues of life. Right. We are required to have self-control right. over our emotions. And when a mom loves her daughter, like Miss Nancy did with Rachel, um, that much in a little thing, absolutely, it's a Small, little thing. tiny thing. Yeah. Um, she's giving her the gift of self-control That's right. and joy. You mentioned in all things give thanks. The other command I was thinking of was 
in Philippians 4, rejoice always. Yeah. Paul says, again, again, I say, rejoice. Like he said it twice for a reason. Right. And, and like <laughs> that's a command from yeah. God. Rejoice right. in the Lord mm-hmm. always. And now that needs to begin with the parents. Mm-hmm. Like we yes. got to do it first. And mm-hmm. then in rejoicing in the Lord, we got to obey the Lord joyfully by mm-hmm. requiring it of our children. But that's not tyranny. That's grace. And I think in all of this too, the other thing I just, just like really underlined in all of this is, I mean, this is a absolutely clear case of um, a lot of Christians yeah. calling good evil yeah. and evil good. Yeah. Like, that is what they're doing. Yeah. And, and that no wonder we're under judgment. Well, and we just did our politics of six day creation conference and, yeah. and then, um, uh, but one of the things that we really, we, I mean, the church really has a, a literacy problem, whatever you want to call it, an inability to read the plain uh, Bible, the plain words of God and not believe it. Yeah. And this is particularly clear with Genesis one. Yeah. And then you move to like, right. You know, where Proverbs talks about disciplining and right. using the rod and, right. and, yeah. and then, you know, Hebrews and you, you talk about disciplining kids and that's the plain scriptures yeah. and we refuse to believe it. I am uh, a, a number of people. None of the other responses I've gotten right. is a bunch of people have been saying, well, Proverbs is wisdom literature. Mm. And, and wisdom literature is not supposed to be applied woodenly or you don't get it. It's imp- a metaphor. You don't get imperatives out of wisdom literature. Yeah. And, and um, so I, I tweeted, I don't know if do you have this, Neil. I, I think you maybe had this tweet um, the, uh, or, or card or somebody. Um, yeah. So, so some Christians apparently think wisdom literature means stuff you don't actually have to do. <laughs> right. So Proverbs says, <laughs> if you don't spank your kids, you hate them. But that doesn't mean parents should ordinarily spank them. What it means, I've learned tonight, I wrote this last night, is that spanking is completely optional. And then I said, in other news, some Christians apparently believe that what Proverbs says about going to prostitutes is completely <laughs> optional. Um, but Going I mean, down the dark street, it's optional. I mean, like, it's just wisdom literature. Passing by the woman. Come on, you Dad. Know, it's optional. A little bit of porn. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, you yeah. know, sometimes I do say no. Yeah. I mean, there's dead bones behind there, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it doesn't. Not my bones. Doesn't mean you yeah. have to die. Yeah. Doesn't mean right. you have to die. Right. But, but that's, I mean, that's what the people were literally saying to me yeah. was, was you can't get imperatives out of this. You know, maybe it's okay in extreme circumstances to right. spank. But no, the proverb says that if you withhold the rod of correction, you hate your child. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like, that's hatred. And that's again, why I say like, this is calling good evil (laughs) and calling evil good. Right. Like you're calling the hatred of children, the withholding of correction. Good. Yeah. Well, this, this goes back to like just an understanding of how to read the Bible. Um, so what they're trying to do is they're trying to take Proverbs and position them, not just in as wisdom literature, but like as some sort of metaphor, like this is just you know, subjective mm. metaphor interpretation here. Right. So yeah, I, I rod, rod is a metaphor right, for, for just yeah. general, you know, being a but, shepherd, but let's, let's give them, let's, let's say it's a metaphor, Yeah. but that's not even how you read metaphors. The, the actual words in the metaphor have to be real yeah, right. for the metaphor to apply to you right, right. and in your life. Right. So when you say, that's a good point, Gabe. right? Like, like absolutely true. Like just the actual metaphor of the rod, it has to be a real rod right. or the metaphor of the principle of what you can learn from that. Right. It really good point. wouldn't be true I, in, the, in the second place, abs- right? That's full on. It's full on. Just a bad yeah. reading. Um, I, bad I, understanding. I, I reference Hebrews as well. Hebrews 12 um, says that God disciplines us because we're his children, we're his legitimate children. That's how we know we belong to him because he disciplines us. And he, and, and, and Paul um, says in there that um, uh, you have had human fathers that disciplined you. Right. And, and so, and, and they disciplined you because you belong to them. And, and so the analogy is right there and it's painful. 
it says, yeah. but it produces the fruit, f- fruit of righteousness yeah. um, in those who are trained by it. And, and, and I had some people be like, well, you think you're God? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, Paul or the author of Hebrews, he just said Paul, human fathers. It's Paul. All right. I'll yeah. just go with it. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but, um, but it, it um, yeah, but it's like he's talking about human fathers and using that as an analogy and saying, yeah, God is like a human father and right. that he disciplines us because he loves us. That actually is love. Yeah. Um, when you inflict a little bit of pain in order to deliver someone from far more pain. Right. Um, I, I also mentioned um, that uh, the uh, so many of these people objecting um, to, you know, a little, you know, three swats or whatever for mm. to, to cheer yeah. up um, would not even bat an eye um, um, about all the parents who uh, violently hit their kids with chemicals in order mm-hmm. to get them to cheer up. Yeah, right. Right. ADHD. I got ADHD. Uh, I my, give my, a little my, Ritalin. My kid's depressed. Yeah. My kid's been really sad, and the doctor prescribes yeah. whatever, uh, Prozac, yeah. and hits them yeah. with, the well, chem- with a chemical rod, yeah. and well, with, with leaves marks for yeah. far longer, yeah. and is probably a leading contributor to many of the school shootings in our land, and everybody's just completely like you know glazed over but that's a wisdom call pastor that's a wisdom call right you know right we're just using wisdom you know i right. don't think anybody Prozac's should be just allowed, a metaphor <laughs> i don't think anybody should be allowed to even comment on this topic if your kids are in government schools Ooh. that's just first first and foremost right like yeah. and so pastor you made me think about that if you got your kids going to government schools and you're talking about spank no you need to be spanked just stop it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're yeah. you're absolutely right. I mean, I mean, it's I mean, what is being done? I mean, what did uh, it was uh, Joseph Backholm uh, mentioned yeah. this on our show last week that um, you know, that the, the 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 what is being done to kids in government schools, um, emotionally, spiritually, intellectually. Yeah. Um, I mean, you want to talk about abuse? Yeah. I mean that that like that's that's what's being done there, and um and and it's. You're you're absolutely right. It's it's um it's a complete travesty, and and you and you wonder why you know why are we this in this place? The other thing to mention too is you, you know um, I think Megan Basham Basham did this work um not too long ago, but um the the actual amount of abuse that happens in public schools far exceeds yeah um Christian denominations and Christian right. churches right like like if you want to do like the heresy hunt of like where's the community where the most abuse yeah. is happening um, yeah. sexual abuse and so on um look no further than government schools yeah and you know where's 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 the mobs sexual abuse and everything yeah. all, all oh, up oh, and down in public oh, schools yeah. and it's yeah. like i mean and now it's coming out and like just right out and open it's like yeah. we're gonna go in and teach sex ed yeah to your six-year-olds yeah and yeah. teach them to you know do perverse things to yeah. themselves and to their friends yeah. and tell them that's normal i mean th- there's like grooming actually happening now yeah in public right. and everybody says, well, you know, it's a wisdom call. Yeah. Yeah. That's, how, that's where this goes. Yeah. I was also reminded of, we're co- just hoping the best for our kids. Our, uh, you know, we put them in the public school and we just hope the best. It's the same argument that's happening with spanking. I've had a number of people on my Twitter thread yeah. say, um, well, you know, um, I was raised, my mom didn't spank me. I'm a Christian and I'm raising my kids. I'm not spanking them. They're doing great. Right. And that kind of thing. Well, I'm very grateful if they are truly doing great, which I, I, I would Wonder. question that. Yeah. If they are truly doing great, well, I'm, I'm grateful that God is gracious despite your disobedience. God is gracious to yeah. you despite your disobedience and refusing to love your kids and discipline them. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I, I don't know how much time we have left, but I just want to say this before we go too. one of the things that's on the table, nobody's really observing is the fear of the Lord is being questioned right now. 
Because this is not, yeah. this is imperative. You've been commanded to do this, right? This is what you're supposed to do. Raise your children in the fear and ambition of the Lord. Right. If your child wakes up Sunday morning and, and you say, all right, time to go to church. And you're like, oh, <laughs> and you're just fine with that. Yeah. Knox, you, don't, Knox, you can't control people's feelings. Yeah, yeah that, actually, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. <laughs> that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Yep. You teach your kids to have a heart towards God. That's, that's right. what you do. That's right. To love you the things he loves. environment that festers yep. and develops that reality. <laughs> and the first thing that, and this is why I brought up the point that I brought about earlier. People are using this not so much to talk about the subject as a deflect from their own failures. Yeah. It's about the kids. Yeah. It's about the fact that I haven't been honoring God. And if this yeah. is truly something that's supposed to be honoring God and I haven't been doing, I have to repent. Yeah. And when it comes to me having to repent, I'd rather correct you. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And not myself. We Jesus says that wisdom is justified by our children. And of mm. course, of course, he means that metaphorically. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it has to be real somewhere. But he also means it literally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wisdom is justified by the children. And I right. and I and I'd say by God's grace. Um, there are there have been some very hard situations in our community. Surely, yeah, we're a bunch of sinners. There's yeah. been challenges, Amen. and we've had some but, of, some of our kids have grown up to be but, excommunicated. But by God's mm -hmm. grace, we have a pervasive culture yeah. of, of faithfulness. generational yeah. faithfulness yeah. going on about four generations now, going yeah. back to to Pastor Jim Wilson. Yeah, and right. um, and it's it's glorious, and people are screaming, mm -hmm. saying, "If you do this." Um, and I know there are people out there in the world who maybe said some things that sounded kind of like this, who really were screwed up. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. There have been you know weird movements that yeah. were. Um, it was very mechanical, very wooden, yeah. very legalistic. I yeah. I get that. And maybe you grew up in one of those. And, and it, this is no quarter of November, and, so we can do those qualifications yeah. later, Toby. But, but that that all but, yeah but for I, real. That's Doug's thing. I, yeah. I'm not doing no quarter. <laughs> I, I'm giving the exceptions. Um, but uh, but I but I I get that. And I also understand that some of these people have never seen what you described earlier, Gabe. Yeah, they've yeah. never experienced it. That's right. The only thing that's they true. know about spanking was when Dad got really mad. Then yeah. he hit them. Yeah. And they think spanking right. equates equate, to hitting. Yeah, that's right. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Um, I, 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 I tweeted this also yesterday, last night. Um, I, I remember one time uh, when we used to do foster care. Um, one time we were getting our renewal interview with the social worker and we had just gone through like some training and she said, what'd you think of the training? And I said, well, it was okay. I really objected to the part on spanking. Yeah. And she said, well, what did you object to? And I said, well, it was listed in with like biting and kicking and spitting on kids. Uh -huh. And like, as if that was just equivalent. And I said, right. that's not what we do at all. Yeah. And she knew we were Christians and knew that we spanked our own children. We, yeah. we didn't spank foster kids, uh, yeah. but that's what we did. And she says, well, what do you do with your kids? And I explained to her exactly kind of very similar kind of liturgy that you do with your kids. Yeah. And, um, and she finished it with like kind of wide eyes and she was like, Wow. That sounds like that would actually be productive. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we were like, yeah, yeah it, right. actually, it actually is. And, and we, and we had, we had social workers that we were working with that we became actually really good friends with that. I think we were on very, very different sides of the spectrum politically yeah. and, and, and so on, like not Christians at all, yeah. who nevertheless had a very deep respect for me and my wife right. and for our community. Right. And they would call us first yeah. saying, do you guys have any room or do you know anyone in your church community yeah. who does yeah. because they mm -hmm. saw 
the fruit. Yeah. They saw the fruit. Yeah. And I think this goes back to what not just talking about in terms of the mosque, the broader Moscow blessing. I mean, yeah. I think like God has blessed our community. This is not our doing. Yeah. It it's, is, all, it's all it, grace. It is all God's Be- gift. Hang with us, Tom. This is all by grace. It, okay. All, all it, grace. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. But by his grace, um, it, he has enabled uh, a culture of parents who love their kids yeah. when they're very little yeah. and begin to see even the tiniest signs of, of sin growing yeah. in their hearts. Yeah. And, 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 and it needs to be gentle. It needs to be careful. Yeah. It needs to be thoughtful. It needs to be calm and measured and measured. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it is, it is enormous blessing. Yep. And you, and, and what Nancy describes is, is, and it, it, it is glorious. Yep. I, 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 ta- I just call this glorious wisdom. And I've, yep. m- my kids, now my youngest is 12. My oldest is 19 now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I learned this from them. I applied it. They're joyful. Yeah. They're not cowering. They're not yeah. fearful. They yeah. know their minds. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it, the, there's a pervasive culture of fruitfulness. And, yeah. um, and that's, I mean, that, that wisdom is justified yeah. by our and, children. And you want to create weak kids. Don't spank them. You want to yes, you want to create in, ki- kids that are incapable yes. of standing against you know COVID masking right. and vaccine mandates. Don't right. spank them. Right. Like yeah. you, you yeah. like that's good. That's, that's good. I, I should mention this in one of my replies too. Is like you know all these people like citing these studies in my yeah, in my, yeah. my in my feed, and I'm yeah. and I'm like remember. The same scientific studies, the yeah. same studies and research are, are the ones that have been calling for environmental apocalypses every five years. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're all, you know, L.A. should be in, in the in Pacific Ocean, yeah. you know, 30 years ago, 100%. which would maybe would have made this world mm-hmm. a better place. But, uh, but but God's decided to hold off and that's fine. Um, but, you know, they, they've been calling for that. Um, they're the same people that said that we were going to have a covid um, bubonic plague didn't happen. Um, and they're also the same ones who say, you know, the same research, the same studies show that if you give, uh, you know, uh, teenage girls mastectomies and prepubescent boys, um, chemical castrations, you know, uh, that's, that's good. That's good for them because of science. Yeah. Um, follow the science. So seriously, so seriously, um, don't, don't be cowed by this. I mean, you know, we just did COVID. I mean, did you learn anything? (laughs) No, no, that's why we need COVID 2.0 because yeah. they did and, and, and it'll come. It'll come. Uh, absolutely. Well, any, any last uh, word there, Knox? No, man. Otherwise, okay. I'm going to get in trouble if I keep talking. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, thank you for joining us. I mean, this really is a, a important show. Politics of spanking. Yeah. Um, it's an issue and it's going all over on Twitter right now. It's really funny. So anyways, if you're single, spanking get married. If you're married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbors yourself. Until next week, Knox, we don't need you anymore. Go fight, laugh, and feast. I got this. Man, yes, you do. You did that really good. <laughs> <laughs> He totally botched the ending last show, though. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> I'm David Reese, Chief Executive Officer of Armored Republic. We've been around for over a decade, serving you now, trying to provide tools of liberty to free men to be able to resist tyrants and criminals to the honor of Christ. And we've created a lot of content to help you to understand products, to help you to understand how bullets get stopped, and you've seen a lot of cool things. But we've decided it's time to share some of what we have internally. A lot of people ask us what it is that we're about, what it is we're trying to accomplish, and the name captures what we're trying to accomplish. Armored Republic is the idea that we want to see our Republic armored. We want it to be hardened. We want it to be defensible. We want to guard, watch, keep, preserve, maintain the things that have been attained to. And so 
guarding that is a part of this armoring. We believe that if we can provide armor to you, if we can equip you, if we can give you knowledge, if we can help you to resist the nonsense that's dominant in the spirit of the age, and if you have all of that, we've equipped you with tools of liberty. Tools of Liberty includes intellectual ammunition. It includes the skill to be able to resist. It includes body armor itself, plate carriers, belts, IFACs to be able to heal up, stitch up, to be able to stop the bleed. Right? These are the things that we're trying to get to you. Now, as we think about that, a part of what's happened is there's, there's, there's sort of this, this, this sense in which there's a feeling of the tearing of the fabric of society. And so people don't know what it is that they should be doing. They don't know what to do, what to guard, where, where to gather. We want to encourage you to be able to gather free men who know what liberty is, who know that liberty is not a license to do wickedness, but it is the power to do righteousness in the face of, of tyrants and criminals. It is the ability to say no, and it's the ability to say yes to the right things. It's the ability to build. You need sword and trowel. You have to be able to put things together. So what we're trying to do now is trying to communicate more and more what it is to armor the Republic. And in addition to that, what is a Republic that we're guarding and trying to build? Republic's not just another word for democracy, which is the rule of the people. The rule of the people is, is, is two wolves and a sheep voting who's for dinner. If you, if you have a pure democracy, all you're going to do is vote on who to kill, and you're going to vote on whose wallet to pick. That's not what America is about. America is a republic if we can keep it. The Constitution attempts to capture the God-given rights that we receive as a heritage. It recognizes them. It does not give them. It does not grant them. But it rather establishes a clear public recognition of the rights that we have. What we are trying to do is to help to educate and strengthen and unite a movement to see that liberty does not perish from the land. This is Armored Republic, and in a republic, there is no king but Christ.